0: Listen to her from her I'm listening to hair run, from here on, I'm listening hair round, there wrong, I'm listening, hair round, from here around, I'm listening, hair round, birds of a thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robertson, alongside my son and extraordinaire, Rico G.
1: What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing?
0: And we've back into the studio for episode 355. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, what's going on? Yes, sir, yes, sir. So uh, what you been getting into this week?
1: Uh, this week, I got to see the newest John Wick.
0: So that was nice! You saw John Wick 4? Yeah. Good shit. How'd you like it?
1: That shit was super, super dope. I, I fucks really with enjoyed it. it, too. Yeah, that shit was, um... It, w- it was, like... Man, that shit was hitting on so many levels. I mm-hmm. thought their production design was super dope. Um, I, I love, of course, love the fight choreography and the story was good too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the story I was lit that
0: for a movie that does not rely on its story. It was competent. Yeah, you know. And um, something I didn't talk about the first time I mentioned it was uh, the sound design. The, the it's really hard when you have so many bullets going on in the background to to make it distinct. <laughs> You know what I mean, but the yeah. sound design was very crisp. You know what I mean. The yeah. music was was good. It's great use of silence. They use a lot of you know that that empty space sound. You know, which I think is you know it it, it that's still designed. You know. Yeah. And so yeah, dude. It, you're right. I thought it hit on multiple levels. Yeah. The, Cinematography on
1: black. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, man, this is like watching a pro YouTuber play uh, mm-hmm. a really hard game on the speedrun a speed game mm-hmm. on the max difficulty, bro. Like. Because I was like, yo, the, the the spawn rate on these mobs are wild, Out of control. Son. wild, Out of
0: control. Bullet spongy
1: as fuck. I was like, yo. And what I thought was really funny, it's like, you know, like when you're playing a game and you, you fight a mini boss and then you get to like the end of the game and now the mini bosses are the regular enemies? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I, I, like 30 minutes into the movie, like everybody was a bruiser. Yeah. And everybody was like in full body armor with automatic weapons. I was like, God damn. Yeah, Difficulty is crack the fuck up all this. I one. like
0: how in John Wick, it's like the bigger and bulkier the body armor is, the less effective it is. Mm-hmm. Great, because like the more sleek and stylish your suit is, is definitely the higher DR. <laughs> you get far more damage reduction from from a sleek suit than you do from full Kevlar with uh, with flak jacket and everything.
1: Which is evidenced by the fact that you have like three times as many people in flak jackets yep. as you do with suits. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: Like those guys are so fucking expendable that you need like thirty of them, but you only need like ten dudes in gray suits and
0: you're good. Yep. And yeah. Okay. Uh, the the Hispanic dude who who's like uh, kind of head henchman of the the gray suits. Yeah. When I first saw him, the first time that he shot him and he threw up his arm like that, I was like, Does this thing have a bionic arm, bro? Did that not look like a like a like a metal arm that He's he shot? Like, nah, I'm just raw, bro. That shit was out of control. But yeah, dude. Fucking uh. Oh man, what was um uh, Donnie Yen's character's name? Kane. 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 Yo, raw. Yeah. I like how he was using the the control. door, uh, the the motion detector bells. To... That was
1: super clever. Yeah, super it was... duper clever. I also really like the fact that they um they put shades on him because mm-hmm. man, it would be so difficult to do that kind of choreography. With him, mm-hmm. like, not looking at the people with, with him, like, pretending completely to pretending yeah. to be blind. you know, that would be okay. And I remember the one scene where it was, um, it was like, uh, it was really low lighting and everything was all green. It was like in the beginning of the movie when they're fighting, and I was just like, man, I'm 100% sure that they color corrected this in post because there's no way anyone would be swinging around weapons like that in low lighting, man. Bro. Like, even if they're fake weapons, you could ser- seriously hurt somebody doing Yo, that. And, so and I mean, was. Very impressed with their stunts,
0: very high end choreography, like very precise, especially yeah. you know, Donnie Yen's character. So just poke him, son. Yo, the, yo, just poke the him, juk-son, 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 double
1: jokes. Oh, my man's just lethal with that, bro, shit. That
0: shit was crazy.
1: The devil jux, man. He was like, like he'd just be like dancing around. Oh, you done? You don't even know it yet, but you
0: dead, bro. Bro, bent dead.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was he was super good. I really, um. Probably I think my favorite character in this movie was definitely Akira. I'm a very big fan of hers. Like, I loved yes. how she did the, um, how her character always maintained the daughter role and the concierge role. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. switches between I them, like, seamlessly. very much like, enjoyed seamlessly. that character. Yes. I love that about her. She, you know what I mean? Like, on, on the one minute, she'd be like, yo, what are you fucking doing here? You're fucking, uh, you're going to cause everything. You're going to cause me and my father to die. As soon as them niggas showed up, she was like, all right, let's go. Do you have a gun? You know what I'm saying? Instantly switched to, to fucking combat mode. I love that, man. She was a great character.
0: Yeah, definitely fun to watch that. Um, how'd you feel about um ah, the the heavyset black guy? the um, Mr. Nobody? Yeah, Mr. Nobody. What's the actor's name? I keep forgetting his name, and I see him all the time. And every time I I reference him, I'm like, what is his name again? But yeah, I can never, because you know who he reminds me of is Virgil Abloh. And so every time I see him, I think of that name, and I'm like, I know that's not his name. And I don't <laughs> know what a disrespect to it like that. But, uh, yeah, dude, his character was interesting. Shamir Anderson. Shamir Anderson, yes. He's been actually in a bunch of stuff recently. Um, But, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Nobody. How'd you feel about that character? Of course we all love the good dog. I thought
1: he (laughs) was cool, but, like, nigga, who the fuck are you? You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I didn't like about his character. And it was, like... I mean, I, I sort of get it. He's he was staying close to John Wick so that he could get the bounty up to the to the right amount, and then he would switch sides. Yeah, I thought and that, ship, that was a
0: little bit of a cool like, like story story uh, element to of you know, that I be Like, yo, I'm on your side until you, you <laughs> to the right no bounty. It's no longer convenient. And then once you get to the right bounty, <laughs> just understand we no longer we're no longer friends. Yeah,
1: that was that was. I, I thought his character was pretty cool. I liked how. Um, yeah, that that shit with him and the uh, 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 the marquee, and when he fucking stabbed his hand. Yeah, that dude, was, that, that, that was, was a like all right.
0: I guess that fits the over the top uh, uh, aesthetic of of John Wick, but boy, I was like, yeah, right. Bro. Like, <laughs> I need that hand to shoot people, bruh.
1: That's uh, fucking. But yeah, funny. I loved his little
0: mobile kit. Said that nigga was was armored up. Said yeah. That was that was dope. Feel, he,
1: yeah, like how he would, like, flip the backpack over and, yeah. like, uh, pull Admiral. out the, the armor and shit. Yep. The body armor. Yeah, that was,
0: Had that was really Had easy access cool. to all his weapons. Yeah, dog was vicious, Like bro. how my
1: man's kept detailed notes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was dope. I, I did that think so that that was cool. a nice character element as well. That's so what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of cool character elements, but kind of... The character itself was a little bit off putting at times.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know he's a snake. <laughs> so we can't fuck with that because he's a goddamn snake. But he was super cool. I did, I did fuck with. Um, the action. I, I think the only part of the movie I didn't like was when he made it to, when at the end of the movie when John Wick made it to the top of the stairs and then he got knocked back down. I was like, all right, guys. I was like, all right, guys. It took me like it took us like five minutes to get yeah, up those stairs. Now we gotta this
0: shit all over again. Yeah, like um, John Wick is a is a testament to why constitution score should never be. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never neglect your constitution, bro, because you will
1: Yo, need that stamina, nigga. Dude. The endurance, man. That shit was wild.
0: Yeah, that 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 movie did a great job of of framing him as like this this overwhelming force of nature. Like yeah. he was unrelenting. Mm-hmm. You know, I I thought that they did a great job of of portraying that. um, Even his old age.
1: I really liked uh, uh, Killer, who I thought was Alfred Molina in heavy prosthetics, but it's actually my man Scott Adkins in heavy prosthetics. And that shit was Killer was super dope. I really enjoyed the fight in the um in the club. The music was fucking lit in the club, bro.
0: Dude, the whole the whole uh, the the story behind the Belarusian uh, uh, assassins guild that he was part of. That shit was dope. Yeah. and then in the end they turned it around and that was how he got his uh his uh invitation to the table. That was dope. Yeah,
1: yeah. F- shout out to fucking
0: Winston. Is that it? Yeah, name? Winston. Winston. Fucking, that's my man. Yo. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like just to be like, Oh, where word, word my nigga? All right, gonna kill my concierge. I got your bitch. Yo,
0: always give the shout outs to Lance Reddick, R.I.P. Facts you know I mean? man. Like, Facts. Charin, man, he, he 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 went out early, but he went out like a champ. Yeah, yeah. You know did. what I mean? Yeah, it did. but uh, yeah, that was that was that was a a great movie, man. Great, great action bit. Um, dang, I can't seem to get Carolina into the first ones though, because <laughs> those are one of the few movies that, that I do believe that they got better every every one. I've liked every yeah, single John Wick more than the last, to be honest. And so, um, yeah, dude, that's 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 a rare occasion. It's a rare occasion indeed. You know, what I mean, it was funny because I was listening to someone talk about um, Silent Hill recently and. They had to interrupt the conversation because everyone loves silent hill but no one acknowledges that every single silent hill sold less than the prior one that's pretty funny and there's been a lot of them which means that by the end of that the fucking sales were abysmal (laughs) so how much do we really love silent hill well and part of that is because the games had gotten progressively they didn't keep up with the times you know the games were a little bit dated and because of that, I don't think they caught on the way that they could have because they were a little bit of a tough sell because they were very psychological, you know what I mean. And and it was horror, you know, in a time when you know everybody just wanted to see zombies, nobody wanted to chase around Pyramid Head. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those things. So John Wick, man, every single one of those movies got progressively better, you oh, know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I, that's one of the, the the rarities in the the movie industry.
1: And they had like um, every movie had really dope guest stars too, man. Absolutely, like, like solid guest
0: cast. Yeah, they 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 when they they chose their action um, foils for, for uh, John Wick, they chose superbly. Yeah, even down to Holly Berry, I was like, Holly yeah, Berry, yeah, okay, and See, it's, I- and she stuck it.
1: I assumed um, uh, uh, Mr. Nobody had to have some sort of relation to to Halle Berry's characters, but that's that just would be racist. Co-
0: that would be dope backstory to explore. Yeah, you know I, know I mean? mean,
1: you know what I mean? I mean, they didn't say anything about it, so no, you know what yeah, I mean?
0: It's purely really headcanon. It,
1: it's one of those things where it's like, well, she's black, you're black, you both use dogs as fucking like your your primary and, as, a, and and in anger. a
0: high end trained so, way. You know what I mean? Like that's a yeah. rarity to be able to train a dog to that level. You so know?
1: it's one of those things where it's like, mm, you guys. Are probably related in some way.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely get the head cannons firing. But uh, yeah, dude, fucking John Wick Ford was a, a great ride. Um, next up on the docket for me is um, we'll be talking about D and D on on the yeah, next episode. That's a good movie. I'm looking forward D&D to that, fun. man. That yeah, that one I've, I've heard from everybody is a fun ride. You know, um, I didn't none of the critiques of it were like particular. Like the, everyone gave it a solid seven eight. You know what I mean? Like it's obviously not. You know, a groundbreaking movie, but it's an entertaining movie, and it hit on all the cylinders. It was it was firing on, you know. Yeah, facts. So, definitely looking forward to to, to catching that. And um, that
1: shit was hella funny too. Like that movie was surprisingly funny. It I was thought very that
0: good. the I thought the preview had the kind of mirth that I appreciate. That's what I'm saying. It's like mirth. It's not like super comedy. It's it's that kind of old school adventure fantasy, you know, whimsy. Like I like that. Or is that an accurate description?
1: Um, I mean, there's a little bit of whimsy in it, but, you know. Mm-hmm. it would probably be recontextualized easier when you see it, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah, look forward to it, definitely. Um, man, I've been, been uh, watching a lot of the uh, stuff leading up to Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. That's right around the corner. Definitely looking forward to that. That's yeah. going to be um, super dope, too.
1: I'm gonna see. curious to see how they resolve the scroll issue. That's That's a pretty big problem.
0: You know, I saw, um, I was watching some breakdowns of the history of of Secret Invasion in the media so far, you know, just to get an idea of where their head might be at, because I'm only familiar with the comic book rendition of it. But then there's also the um, Avengers Mightiest Heroes, I think is the name of the animated series. Yeah. Or Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Mm -hmm. Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes is the name of the show, and they did a Secret Invasion in, uh, uh, rendition that is super good, from what I understand, from the clips that I saw that I might want to check out, because they, if they're drawing on some of those inspirations, then boy, oh boy, because they leaned heavy into the you-can't-trust-anybody aspect of it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's yeah, a, pretty you know, much. We think pretty that there's a much. couple of scrolls, but by the end of this... Everyone's a fucking scroll, yeah, nah. and from the previews, it looks like that's kind of where they're going with it from the diner scene. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean and gosh i'm I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it because they've they've been hitting on that I think that that's a, a a story a storytelling style that they that they've done pretty well with so far, so i'm gonna I'm definitely gonna uh patiently wait for that one and then there's the Marvels, which is that this year or next year?
1: I do believe that's next year next year. I mean this year, I'm sorry.
0: I think sure that's that this is year. this year. Yes, definitely going to be uh, be looking forward to that one in the theaters, As well But um yeah, other than that, haven't been uh catching too much, been going to be looking forward to uh, getting into that in the future. So yeah. Moving on from that, dude, did you catch the the little Sony thingy that they put out? I did not. <clears throat> and you saved yourself some time. It was a huge nothing burger. Big giant nothing burger, bro. But um, the, the, the one takeaway that everyone seems to be running with is <laughs> Sony's announcement of the peripheral device that I think I've mentioned on a previous episode, which is going to be a PlayStation add-on that is shaped pretty much like a Switch, except with PlayStation handles on the side, um, that is a streaming device for your PS5. So you can stream the PS5 content to either like a tv or the device from what i understand now i could be i I might not be 100 percent on the functionality of this because i i was laughing a little bit too hard um but the i it doesn't it doesn't seem like a functional addition to the playstation experience like it's a completely lateral add-on you know what I mean by that?
1: Yep, it means, yeah. it means it's completely useless and they're only do- doing it to sell you extra shit that you don't actually need.
0: Essentially, that's what it feels <clears throat> like. And and I don't think that people would actually be adverse to PlayStation putting out a Switch-style peripheral. I don't think that that's where the backlash is. I think it's the implementation that PlayStation chose because it looks like it's a very restrictive form of gaming, even more restrictive... Than console gaming already is. Yeah, it's, in a, this generation.
1: it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, people are consumers are pretty dumb, but we're not that dumb. That is that is a transparent cash grab, bro. Like that's not. I can't. I'm not, not saying that there this 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 new peripheral can't add anything to the gaming, but it, pretty sure that's not why they're doing. it. They're not doing it to be like, oh, yeah. now we're developing a new style of gaming that's gonna make this like very relevant and, and very new. And it's just like no. We wanted to sell you something else, so we just, you know, we we just sort of like bound it together with something I mean, that we know you already like. existed. Man. And so here's an extra thing. Like, no, I mean, yeah. you might get a lot. You you might get a lot of moms who are just buying uh, uh toys for their kids to buy that, but see, I don't see most actually gamers falling for that transparent cra- cash grab.
0: Yeah, and 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 it's mainly because there's definitely a model of this item that people do want. You know what I mean? Like. People do want an extension to their their PlayStation 5 experience that is more portable. But what they don't want to do is sacrifice the main PlayStation console experience while they do it. And I would say that there's a substantial portion of the PlayStation 5 community that have multiple people using that PlayStation 5. And so, in inhibiting people's use of the peripheral plus the PlayStation Five, which I do believe that you can only use one or the other, you you have completely removed any you know advancement that this peripheral would have on the the PlayStation Five itself. You know what I mean? Like solely being able to play my PlayStation Five on the bus isn't, and then that's to say is you know network connections and all of this stuff. Like it, it's. I don't think that that's that's where people were looking for this to go. So yes, it, it does seem to be a relatively transparent cash grab and the internet has responded in kind. Uh, pretty much I, I think that the 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 meme that takes it the the best for me is uh everyone apologize to the Wii U now. <laughs> because when you see the, the setup today, it literally looks like a oversized Wii U. When you see the peripheral plus the PlayStation next to it next to it, I'm just like <clears throat> We ridiculed that Wii U. Not we, because I actually purchased one and owned... I actually owned two Wii U's over the course of its lifespan because I actually enjoyed playing it. But, man, the community did not seem to take hold of it. And, honestly, I think the problem with the Wii U wasn't the aesthetic. It was the lack of games. But because I think there was a relatively astroturfed um, campaign to slander it, you know what I mean, to, to detriment its um its, its popularity... It, it 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 floundered and that sucks because it did have issues but i don't think that it will, it had issues that should have killed the Wii U you know because it had had a very short lifespan right it's the shortest
1: oh i don't know I'm, I'm not a i am not have never bought a nintendo console that wasn't a handheld so i'm not really
0: it was a very short on um short uh lifespan for the Wii U like i'm sure you if if you google it it'll say you know you can find a comparison chart to um console lifespan but it's it's definitely one of the shorter ones, and from a company that also at the same time produced one of the longest running handhelds, it's like ugh, big time L. <laughs> big time L.
1: Yeah, but you know, you you learn from it, you adjust, and you move forward, and they're killing it now. So you know what I'm saying? It's one of them things. Absolutely,
0: like... and and as, as you like to, to put out, uh, as you like to to say, um, we had to get that to get to where we are today. You know, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have the switch today. If the Wii U was more successful, more than likely, you know, ideally, they would have been different.
1: Not just ideally, but most people usually learn from their failures, especially large yes. companies. You feel me? Yes. Most, most companies be like, "Oh shit, I threw away a bunch of money. Let me not do that again." But then there are other companies that are run by you run yeah. almost unilaterally, and then then you can't really do nothing when the person at the head is making all the stupid ass decisions.
0: Yep. And so yeah, man, fucking uh, Sony dropped the big old nothing burger. Uh, that that uh, presentation, which...
1: Look at me. I'm still relevant.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it <laughs> totally feels like, damn it, Kear- Tears of the Kingdom is getting all of this momentum. <laughs> Don't look we at have them. to be out there. It's like, you could just keep your nose to the grindstone and then drop amazingly when, when Final Fantasy 16 comes out because that's right around the corner. And I promise you, I have no doubts in my mind that Final Fantasy 16 will at least compete, Uh, uh, uh you know... In a, in in the majority of categories with Tears of the Kingdom, in terms of world building, character design, sound, graphics, it'll compete with you know what I mean. So I don't think that you need to to do something like that. That it, it feels like a waste of time and money. But I don't know, this, these corporations seem to have a, a game plan up their sleeves. But boy oh I boy, mean,
1: it's important to stay in the forefront of your customers' minds. You know because there's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of other companies vying for their attention and. If you if you get forgotten, you lose a lot of money super easily. So I understand why they're constantly why they're saying looking at me, especially while Kings of Tears of the Kingdom just came out. I can absolutely understand why they'd want to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I see that. Um, I usually would, would take the tactic of unless I'm putting out something that's going to be competitive, because I, I don't you know what it is, is they any all publicity is good publicity to them you know what I mean and it's like and yeah also, like, I don't care if we look bad in the eyes of people around us as long as people are looking at us next to them that's all that matters
1: yeah there, there's a certain value to that you know because <laughs> like you you'll fall to the wayside super quick you know what I'm saying no, there's nothing worse than dropping a game and nobody buys it because no one like uh, uh knows about it and then like way way later it becomes a cult classic and it's like too late for the bottom line yeah
0: and and at worst what they did was unoffensive you know what I mean like whatever expectations expectations people went in with that's entirely up to you and you have to learn to modulate that yeah. they didn't they didn't like say hey by the way we're tripling down nfts <laughs> like that's not what they you know what i mean they say hey look at the peripheral we're developing and it's like oh, okay i don't want that i just won't buy it it's not it bro i'm just not gonna not patronize it. that and so that, at very worst that's unoffensive film
1: it's you like know? does that add to gameplay in any way does that does that new peripheral make is going to make the gaming experience of what a game whatever game i added to that See, much better
0: and and the one thing that they could have done with that peripheral without relinquishing control of the game experience which i think that's mainly what they what they were running into is like how do we make this peripheral without relinquishing the control of the game experience that we have so tightly um uh, 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 garnered and so the one thing they could have done would have been to put interactivity with the games that are already on the console, but then you're just literally doing what the Wii U did, and you... And, you know, whether it was AstroTurfed or not, that wasn't well-received. You know what I mean? And it sucks, man, because I thought, like, Pikmin... Pikmin was great, because there's so many games that have, um, you know, minor uh uh menu interactivity that you can just put onto the pad that... Uh, would help you not break the the gameplay experience that I think was very, uh, that can be done very intuitively maps, things of that nature that was, you know, just not used, you know, for a lot of the the games. And so, yeah, those would be great to experience in high resolution with great sound and, you know what i mean a haptic feedback like that would be super dope but they've already so now we've we've propagandized against that already like whatever momentum we has been built up in against that form factor too late now because yeah i don't know now does that even sound appealing to you if this peripheral added in-depth gameplay experience like that um, it doesn't and it sound and it wasn't super it, it expensive. It doesn't
1: sound appealing to me because I'm not really with the handhelds anymore. It's very mm-hmm. uncomfortable for me to be looking down yeah. at a smaller screen it hurts for extended so periods of time. So like, I'm pretty much out of the handheld game because if I'm going to play games for extended periods of time, I like to be comfortable.
0: Now, but what about as an add-on to to a game? Like, okay, Yeah, n- I was going to get to good. that. Like, like you were saying, like if
1: if it actually did, I wouldn't shit on the product if it wasn't actually like, oh. You know, this does stuff to the game and actually makes gameplay different, more engaging, gives new avenues, whatever, whatever. Like, because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure, like, um Nintendo, when they had that, like, the secondary uh, um, peripheral counts as, like, um, a map or, thing. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does you know, different yeah, yeah. things that way. And the thing is, I can't see PlayStation, them having this much trouble developing good games regularly for the PS5, then now having to divide that development task also to the peripheral you feel me like that's one of those things where it's like they're not doing well enough now for me to them be like oh okay so now they're riding
0: a bike they're going to start juggling while riding the bike and then on top of that it it would have to be something that that the core gameplay experience could be experienced without and Exactly. that sound that's a lot it, that exactly. sounds fun but it sounds way outside of yes it, it
1: doesn't sound like what they're doing yeah it doesn't sound <laughs> it doesn't it?
0: sound reasonable to develop at all if it was, it was would be super ax- cool to have a high def map in my hands, but n- n- yeah. no, because who's gonna sit there and design all of that on top of the game for yeah. PS5? And which, also, I don't, I don't want yeah. a big
1: ass controller, man. Like, I, I like the size of the PlayStation controller; it's nice and comfortable.
0: Yeah, you know what? I am a I'm terrible about that. I love those big ass 3D O arcade stick controllers that sit in your lap. I'm I'm cool with those. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really could 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 rock with like it's a big gamepad, but. I guess it's mostly because of the type of games I play. You know what I mean? They're kind of sedentary in that manner. They don't require, like, you know, for me to be totally engaged with my hands around the pad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. But, yeah, dude. Uh. I yeah. don't know. That's if just, you're going to reinvent the wheel, way.
1: man, you got to do it right. Otherwise, it's just going to look dumb. Because you know, there's already that. a better version of the wheel right
0: there. Bro, I saw somebody developed a bike with triangle wheels. Whoa. And I'm like, Okay. It worked. Congratulations! Absolutely, would never fuck with this thing. Are you kidding
1: me? It works, but it's like it's like thirty times less convenient than the original. Bro, you gotta invention. you gotta
0: Google bike with triangle wheels. This shit is absurd, dude. I'm just like, yo, why why would you take the time to do this? Because circular wheels function so well. Mm-hmm. Like this took mad engineering skills. Like unless you were just doing it as a challenge, probably at that point. Okay, I got probably. it. <laughs> but yeah dude that <laughs> shit was probably hilarious. some
1: board engineers project
0: but uh yeah dude uh you know wish that sony would have had something more to tell us but they did um i think i do think that they did give some final fantasy 16 info so i i said that you know that was what they should have came out with if they wanted to be relevant and they did give some of that you know but yeah not not to discount it but the, it was it was just a cinematic you know it's a lot of uh, a similar rendition of what we've gotten so far and so yeah you know sony's staying in the public eye to say the
1: Pretty least much. like don't forget about us guys we're still here
0: yeah you know we're and still it, doing stuff don't worry broski we ain't we ain't gonna forget you bro <laughs> we still waiting you still got some bangers for us but yeah dude fucking oh this is a, another hilarious story uh involving our, our wonderful friends at activision blizzard <laughs> so, uh obviously, you know Activision Blizzards had some turbulent times with their content creator community um and so they have decided that uh for their con- for them to sponsor content creators in their discord, they would have to accept a new terms of service that would compel them to install what they referred to as sentiment tracking software. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? China? Bruh. And so
1: Are you gonna oh, are you gonna give me a score based on my sentiments?
0: Well, that is <laughs> that's the thing is because in the TOS, once you agree to it, you agree to only speak positively in public forums and in private forums in which you are uh uh you know, using your personality, that your 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 um content creator influence, in a positive light, and the reason why they want you to install the 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 sentiment tracking software is because uh, they want to be able to track Discord discussions, um, in reference to their products. I guess my question is.
1: What the fuck is so good about Blizzard's Discord that
0: would that merits all of that shit? Nothing because why would all, I jump through all those extra was, hoops, bro? It was something like ninety exactly. percent opt out. They lost their entire Discord community because all of the content creators did. were like, "We're not going to." It's that.
1: exactly what I just said before. Like you guys are doing something like you're reinventing the wheel and making it worse than before. So it shouldn't be surprised that you're having a hard time
0: selling it. But it's it's like, dude, you do know that Discord, your Discord server, like you don't need content. You don't need um sentiment tracking software to have someone listen to people in Discord and say, "Hey, these people just don't like what we're doing." You don't need to track my sentiment with software to do that. You know what I mean? Like it's so intrusive when all you have to do is actually listen to the people genuinely. You know? Like when someone says, "Hey, you know, I think that that's crazy or or if you don't want to engage with them, you don't have to, but to engage with them in a disingenuous way that, that absolutely circumvents the spirit of what they're saying is it's disingenuous and disrespectful and i'm glad that the content creators chose to take that that stance because it's like guys i get it you want us to be positively disposed to your to your to your stuff maybe you should listen to us and and take in some of that feedback and produce something that 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 we like we shouldn't be held responsible for liking things that are not created in a mindful manner and as content creators, I think that that's a reasonable, you know, that's, that's a very bare minimum they can ask for from the people who, who they're promoting through their influence.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I man, I don't know whose idea that was because it's one of those things where it's just like, where, where's the actual benefit if we that that's that's my thing. Like,
0: but like, exactly, what are you gonna use this for?
1: Where, where is the? Oh, oh, it's obvious what they're gonna oh, use well, it for. Yeah. It's to control the. It's to control all the the negative uh, um feedback that they get. That's obviously why they're implementing that. My thing is just like, okay, I get why you're doing that, but where's the benefit that's supposed to make me want to do this exactly? Because as soon as you described it, it sounded like something that absolutely well, they'll don't promote
0: with. those. So all of if you sign up for it, they'll they'll promote you. But I'm like. I don't know if you want to be promoted by Blizzard. I don't know. If yeah, that's...
1: no, that's not worth it. <laughs> that's not that's not a good trade off at all.
0: I don't think so. Right. It's not a good trade off. So, yeah, I'm just like, man, Blizzard, like that's that. that mm. I, I, I know that you guys are trying to stem whatever hemorrhaging your company is going through. I mean, the ship, I think the ship is like half down already. Like, I don't think that there's there's much saving to be done. But this this does this isn't it. Unless you're trying to sink the ship faster by alienating the few You know, the content creators who choose to still be with you after all of this stuff, you know, that's what little goodwill you have left in this world, I think, right? I I don't know because, you know, they lost the a lot of the goodwill from the um the WOW uh the the WoW classic community, which was being taken care of like by a separate team and they were dedicated to the and now that you know the company is has taken control of that and is 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 um I think taking down service, doing all kinds of stuff. And so it's like, dude, where do you expect the goodwill to come from, man? These these content creators are the only ones who fuck with you.
1: Yeah, they don't give a fuck about goodwill, Krieg. Like I said, they're they're just interested in. They're just interested in do. If they cared about goodwill, they'd actually do things to generate goodwill. Instead, they're just trying to keep the. the, the they're just polishing She's the shit. To
0: stomp it out. Like, all they're hey.
1: doing is polishing the shit and be like, "Nah, it's not actually shit. It's gold. Look." That's Yikes. that's all they're doing. they if they actually cared about fucking goodwill or any of that shit, then you know they would actually try to do something that would generate goodwill. Instead, all they try to do is mask the shit and then tell you that it's not. It's not. It doesn't stink as bad as you think it does.
0: Yeah, I don't, I you know, it, all of the bad PR and stuff that's going on in America, like, is pretty par for the course, um, for American corporations. That is, you know what I mean. Like, the, I, I wouldn't say that they're exceptional in that manner, right? Like, there's tons of, I mean, I wouldn't say tons, but at least a dozen other corporations who have been equally, if not more, malfeasant than Blizzard, uh, Activision Blizzard. Right? That's not a crazy thing to say. I don't think companies um, be fucking up. And so the idea that that's what's going to sink them is probably, uh, is probably inflated, you know? But I think that what's happening to their Chinese market and them getting cut out of the Chinese market and how much they pivoted towards the Chinese market in the last decade, with that closing down on them and with their American market being hugely, hugely uh, curtailed because of, you know, the way they treat their customers and, and, and influencer community— I don't know, man. This whale might be going under, dude. I really think that this one might be... This one I don't think is going to make it, you know? And not even just on some old pessimistic shit. Like, those are some pretty big, big hits for for a corporation to take. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, dude, we'll see. You know, we'll see what the future holds for Activision Blizzard. But they don't seem to be helping themselves, to say the least, which is a shame. It is a shame. Because they do employ a lot of people. And while, you know... I I would say, hey, and you know, you could get off the the sinking ship. You know, that's not going to be everyone's you know ability. You know, and I, I do feel bad for for those employees who are just like, shit. I and 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 the idea that they should leave and take, I, I I you know, I don't I don't relish the idea of having to to take a a position a lower position just to get out of your current company because the ceo decided to and the board decided to shit the bed like that that that's not fair you know what i mean i i don't have to to be pro corporation to not want to see any worker have to go through that decision making that's not fun you know what i mean that's people's livelihood and so i you know i i know that i I've, I've, I've been relatively uh i haven't showed a lot of, of of positive sentiment towards the employees who enabled a lot of this but a significant portion of their employee base is completely, you know, innocent in this, in, in these, in these issues, you know, and that's separate of, you know, the whole sexual abuse stuff. But the the mismanagement of the company, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you might be able to 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 deal with the company culture issue, like that could be dealt with. I've seen actual company cultures change, but. I don't know how you rebound from massive lawsuits and, and loss of market like that. You know, and then and so, you know, outside of my own pessimism, I do see quite a few uh pieces of evidence that that don't ring ring positive for good old Activision Blizzard. But yeah, we'll see. We shall see. <clears throat> uh but moving on from that, uh yeah, what's what else been going on in the news? There's been a few things going on. Florida's over here tripping, bro. Florida is tripping. So evidently the NAACP uh, issued a travel warning to black people going to Florida. like, yo, listen, guns is out of control. state the the the, the police civil forfeiture laws are out of control. <laughs> the 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 state is clearly has a a, a negative sentiment towards African American culture at large. I mean, I mean to the point where, so uh, are you familiar with Amanda Gorman? No, she's a poet. She wrote the. Um, oh yeah,
1: yeah, the ladies who whose uh thing got taken out of schools and shit.
0: One parent got, gets to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One parent gets to complain, and I get it. I, I get it that 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 uh, voices should be heard, and she absolutely should be heard but that doesn't mean that you also have the right to have everything you say be validated because sometimes people say wild stupid shit to you and i don't think that enough times people people understand like yo think a little bit because that doesn't make no sense you know i get her 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 desire to to silence black voices that's her a right to hold that opinion but for the school board to then go and enable that ignorance, that's where I'm just like, this place is fucked. You, and you want to know what the wildest shit that I heard most recently is? Is that in a state where one parent can get a poetry book removed from from an entire district's school uh, bookshelves is actually considered number one for education in the country. Did you know that? Florida's considered number one for education in this fucking country. Man. Out of fucking control. This is ah, absurd. Feel, that's not good. <laughs> a, a state, a state that is literally yo, and oh, check out what DeSantis shit. is doing. A state that uses its education system to literally institute culture war ideals. So check it out, my man banned African American history from from being taught in the schools in Florida, right? Removes contemporary African American figures from the fucking curriculum, right? and then moves on to pass a law that requires Asian American history to be taught in schools and to have specific highlights of... Asian. It's like, yo, you're literally trying to start a culture war between two minority cultures because the idea that somehow that the internalization of this idea that we're promoting Asian culture and removing Black culture isn't going to be exemplified in, 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 in disparate opinions of these communities is crazy like you can't be doing that bro like it's bad enough to remove the the african-american um history from the from the school books but to then put asian-american history and that's not to say that asian-american history isn't important but to juxtaposition it next to the removal of african-american history is purposely done it's purposely done and then he, you know, these these right-wing assholes have the fucking nerve to talk about culture war. You guys are waging the culture war, dog. Like, it's fucking crazy. And so, all of that is to be said back to the original point. NAACP is like, yo, y'all should probably be a little bit careful. You know, black people, this is not a place where, where uh, that, is, that is inviting to the idea of our presence in this country. And, and it's not like they're doing this for all states. It's not like they're doing this in Mississippi where where they're organizing entire legislatures to disenfranchise black people. You know what I mean? Like, they're doing this because of very open and public issues that that the state is taking to, to disenfranchise particularly minority communities. You know what I mean? And so, like, it, it's not like they take it lightly to make these claims. And here comes... You know, Florida, Florida gotta clap back. You know what I mean? Fucking like, Rick Scott's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. We are absolutely hostile to the to the idea of wokeness and 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 all of these ideas of racism and it's like, oh, my G, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, th- th- this is not healthy discourse. You know what I mean? This is not. Th- the inability for the average American to to take criticism of the way that they treat people is is fucking wild to me. Like the fact that 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 American political officials will sit here and take a critique of the 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 very obvious things that they're doing, and granted, if they don't want to address them, they don't have to address them, but. To triple and double or to double and triple down on them the way that they do, boy oh boy man the, there is there is a, a a massive cultural divide in this country that's 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 coming to a reckoning it's coming to a reckoning and and we you know we see it you know hyperbolized in 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 things like social media and stuff like that, but when you see state legislatures issuing these kind of proclamations, you, you really got to wonder. Even if you don't like the NAACP statement, as a federal institution, that is a wild way to respond to it.
1: I mean, you ain't got to wonder nothing. You just got to recognize they're doing it. That's because that's what they want to do. So you just got to remove them. Feel me? Ain't no reason with that. You just got to do wild. better next time.
0: You know, and and Florida, you, know, you just
1: got to learn from what you got now. If this ain't what you want next time, do something about it.
0: Yeah, and and, and unfortunately, I think that one thing that has shifted in my political consciousness about this country is the idea that cons- that conservatism and this right wing uh, extremist ideology that has taken root is extremist. It's not. It's extreme in terms of the individual ideals it holds, but it is the mainstream. And we have to recognize that, yo, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's the way to do it. The problem is, is that in an electoral system, you, you're you going to have to actually get the votes for that. And yeah, that's exactly what a I mean. Fuck ton of people I mean, anybody expecting a no fair fight
1: in the political system at this point in time? You feel me? You're delusional and you're not going to win. So you feel me? When I say that, if that's not what you Mm -hmm. want, that's what I mean. Yes, you got to go out there. You got to get your votes. You got to—you have to fight against the opposition who's specifically Mm -hmm. trying to disenfranchise you so that you cannot get them out of the power. That is—that is what I mean. That is the mission. There is no other mission. You feel me? Because taking them out of power is taking millions of dollars out of their hands and out of their mouths. And don't—nobody— He's going to sit around and just let you take money out of their, out of their hands like I, I, I that, especially that they, when they're that corrupt and they went through such lengths to get it in the first place.
0: Absolutely. They built such a powerful propaganda engine. And, that, and that's what I have worried is that through that propaganda engine, I think that they've garnered the vote of the majority. I don't think that we can vote out this, this issue. I think that, the, I think that the, the, the fundamental American culture is so corrupt and so degenerate that the average american absolutely would support the type of fascist politicians that would run this country into the ground and they will elect in the very people who would destroy the the the, the fabric of the country that that for decades people have been trying to to build up in in a more progressive fashion you know and and you know that that that's a shame because I did think that for a long time that no nah, man the crazies are the minority, and it's like nah, and I don't know if they are. I think at worst it might be fifty fifty, and so the, the prospect of 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 voting, uh, people out of power who are, who are, really really pandering to the majority at this point because they you know they have gone through such lengths to to miseducate people and propagandize them and create the white noise engine that your dog it's shit's bleak to me that shit is bleak you know uh I, I, you know I, it sucks that people who talk about like you know i think that we're coming to the logical limits of democracy in the presence of a, and the
1: population as well
0: well i mean i just I just think that in the presence of, of such a dedicated miseducation system as we have in this country, we have absolutely reached the limits of democracy because when there is no general consensus about you know, what reality is, you know what I mean? Because we're in the fake news era. We have completely gotten away from reality. We have entered into the political kayfabe era. You know, once we do that, in, a, in an environment where the people themselves are disarmed of critical thinking and education, I think that's the main issue. Because I think that, you know, with proper organization, humans are capable of, of a lot of great things and, 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 and doing things in conjunction with each other that don't destroy.
1: I mean, I don't disagree with you, but I do think those things are hand in hand. Part of the reason why it's so difficult to govern is because there's so many people. It is, it is absolutely yeah, unrealistic right, right. to try to govern I, sorry, beyond a saying, certain yeah. number of people. You feel me? Because if you and it becomes, with free will, and it becomes that much easier it. to dilute the population when our current media engine exists. Yeah. Right. Like before our current media, like even if we had the type of um, media that we had now, if our population was half as much, it would still wouldn't wouldn't be as effective. You feel me? So it's it's not just I am not disagreeing, but I do think no, no, that the population goes hand in hand with that I'm, I'm as sorry well. I'm starting to see what
0: you're saying, and honestly, I'm I, thinking about what you're saying. I agree with you 100. percent. And because there's an av- there's an aspect of governing people with free will, and an increasing population will eventually have someone who has an idea that is counterproductive to what you're doing. And in a media environment where people don't have critical thinking and a technology environment that enables and empowers individuals to do greater and greater things and broadcast themselves to greater and greater amounts of people, there is a upper limit to the population that can govern. And it's not because of the carrying capacity of the earth. It's not. No, it's, it's because of the disproportionate it's ability of us like, to fuck shit up.
1: It's easy to teach a class of... much much easier to mm-hmm. teach a class of five people than it is to teach a class of 30 people. It's much yeah. easier to control a group of five people than it is to control a group of 30 people. You know what I mean? That's, smaller countries are easier to govern. That's just... It's just a matter of physics because there's less people, less things to deal with.
0: You know, and... Less ideas that and
1: emotions a, to balance.
0: I think that's a great... I think it's a great discussion to be had is, is America just better off as federated countries? Like, should Ron DeSantis be running for a governing position over our entire federal government? And should we even ingratiate a system that gives someone the opportunity to do that? Because I think we've reached the upper limits of, of of our ability to govern in that capacity in a meaningful way that doesn't destroy. Because you know what else comes out of that big governance thing? The military-industrial complex. The global finance system. All things which in this big year of 2023 we have learned are extremely destructive to human life. And you know, I I I I it it my mind that that concept is hard to get across to people, regardless of whether you think that is good or bad, we can quantitatively put our finger on destructive ramifications of these things, you know what I mean? And so if we can't, in our unified state, get these things under control, we cannot rein in military spending. We cannot control our global finance system. Or our impact on the global finance system. We can't. It's out of our hands. Maybe we should be moving away from uh, 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 a nation-state system that brings together so many people that it gets out of control. Maybe we should, you know, European Unionize it if you want or something of that nature. But there is no way, shape, and form that there are some of these public officials who have garnered their their popular vote in their states, which gains them the right to represent those people, there is no way, shape, or form. We've gotten away from any kind of centrist politics that that is debatable. When you have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene who just go and spout off random shit, Talking about the CIA's hiding laptops from the '60s. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have to engage your stupid statements as if they're fucking sane. And 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 yes, she is. I guess rightfully governing against constituency, but she. I don't think that she, as somebody who just doesn't have any kind of skills to bring to the table, other than than political entertainment should have chair seats and committees that govern 300 million people and 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 the fact that i get passionate and upset about that shit and and people think that that's crazy is wild to me the fact that 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 people sit down and are like well that doesn't matter to you and it's like it do we just do we do, do we not care about the fact that we live under a nation of federal laws and those federal laws are being dictated by people and being influenced by people who are either, you know, not mental don't have the mental capacity to engage them in a genuine way or don't have the social capacity to be working on things that govern people's lives. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy to me. It's crazy to me that, that that's the state of the average person in this in this country. And it's counterculture. To say, hey, maybe we could think differently about that. That shit bothers the living shit out of me. It, 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 and and I I just don't get it. Like like the, the, it, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just rambling now because it, it really does does baffle me how they manage to capture the hearts and minds of this whole of at least half of this nation. Because people consistently vote for that shit. Whether it's uh, 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 Santos, the dude who fucking lies publicly all the time about the dumbest shit. I played volleyball for fucking for for a school that I never attended. Like, what are you talking about, bro? I don't know. He might have attended school, but y- you know, he just he lies about dumbest shit, and people elect him. What is going on, Lauren Boebert? People elected fucking Palin. I mean, these are yeah. I don't know, man. The idea that that our, our our government is in a functioning fashion just blows my mind. And then the the worship of all of the 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 people who feed into the corruption of that government, phew, it's just never gonna sit right with me. But yeah, um, that goes all the way back to our original point at hand, and that's the NAACP issuing their warning to Black people and the 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 Florida state governments. Fucking abysmal res- response. No, ne- not reassuring for a second. And, oh my goodness, did you see the clip that they put out of the black woman, who is who is a uh, who's a conservative black woman who's like I've been black, but <laughs> the clip first of all looks like a hostage video. She's standing in front of American flag, but it's it it's shot in that like Blair Witch style home camera. And it's like she's standing there and you can see someone's shadow and the things she's saying are so preposterous (laughs) that I'm just like, girl, are you okay? Blink twice if you need help, because this don't look kosher to me. But it's just like the response overall has just been. I don't know, like it's it's not just disheartening, but it's it's worrying that this is the level that a state government is operating on. That, 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 dude, there are people who don't see through this farce. Like, it, it, it's, it's super problematic, dog. Like, I, I just can't, I can't see this as functioning. Like, it, it's it, it feels like we're sitting on a floating corpse. You know what I mean? Like, this country is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's, that's not governance, dog. Threatening people because of their ideology from the, from the federal government for real? That's that's where we're at with it now, threatening people because of they they hold different political views than you, and then they what then they wonder who's shutting down fucking uh, uh uh civil discourse. Like, come on, dog. Nobody said that. Nobody put any smut on your name that wasn't true. Nobody said that Florida was doing things that they weren't doing. They were warning people that the things that Florida are doing could be dangerous and result in them having disproportionate uh uh uh. uh experiences while within that state if you don't like that then re encourage people that what you're doing is not targeting them don't sit there and, and double down on 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 attacking people's political thought yo the fact that that is what's considered a viable political response in this country says everything i need to know about about People who sit down and 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 tout that nah, it's not as bad as you say. Good, good. I'm not gonna believe my fucking lying eyes. I'm an idiot. I can't I can't see the shit happening in front of me. Like dog, and then and then to ingratiate the people, it's one thing to not care to be completely apathetic to it. I get it. They do it in such a way that it doesn't it doesn't impact. The, by time you feel the ramifications of what they're doing, you can't even put your finger on who's fucking you. I get it. But to then go forth with the kind of idolatry that, that, that says we shouldn't care, that, that these are the people who are fucking destroying the fabric of the, of what little in this country was laudable. All right, man. I, I actually care about this country. And that's why I fucking feel so strongly about it. Because I don't feel strongly about shit I don't care about. Period. And I feel very strongly about the destruction of something that could be great. And this country has, had, has the potential still. I think, to do, to be a, a place, a hotbed of human civilization that can actually transcend just the, 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 the survival. You know what I mean? Politics of our, of our evolutionary psychology. You know, we can get past that shit. But nah, nah, we got, we got too much other fucking special interest fucking going on around us to actually educate the population fucking sick bro sick <laughs> crazy but yeah uh other than that i don't think a whole, a whole lot else has been going on um you know yeah yo, i don't know what is going on with this mercenary group the wagner group and in, in fucking russia but they are fucking weird so they captured a city. They're working on their their mercenaries are deployed in in the the offensive on Russia's side. They they sack cities. I think they just sacked a, a very important city named Bakhmut. But then they go out and they make their public uh 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 um statements, and they're all anti-Russian. It's so fucking weird. The leader of Wagner Group came out after they sacked the city. They said, we're turning over control of the city to Russia, but we're pretty sure that this fucking war is going to destabilize the Russian government, and they're going to have their own civil war on their hands. And I'm like, wait, wait. What? What was the point of even saying that? That's your, they're employing you right now. Like, Why would you come out and make a statement talking about how this war is destabilizing the Russian uh, population? When you're working on the side of sacking cities for them and taking territory for them. It just seems so weird. What is that? Like, it feels like a psyop. <laughs> it feels like an epic psyop.
1: I mean, they're mercenaries. They're just working for them. That doesn't mean they
0: got any loyalty to them. No, no they definitely no- Loyalty? I don't think that that is a word that they like to bandy yeah, around. So,
1: I mean precisely because of that, then they can actually call it like they see it. You feel me? It is what it is. But
0: you know what it is. niggas
1: is is paying us, but their niggas
0: is fucking up. You know what it is? It is probably an amazing psyop. They're just keeping PR up because after this war, they got to get hired by somebody else. And that other somebody else might be on the other side of this war. So we got to let them know. We're fighting for Russia, but we don't really fuck with them like that. You know what I mean? Because after this war is all said and done, if y'all got the bread, we hears. Yeah, I mean, like, I I feel like that's that's the rhetoric that we should be taking away from this, is that the Wagner group is fighting on the Russian side, but actually absolutely is open to fighting for any side of this war that's paying them. Which is sad. actually, when you think about it, for a mercenary group, that's uh, it's pretty yeah. savvy.
1: Yeah, like, like I said, they're just doing what they're just looking out for their own business. It doesn't seem all that surprising to me. If they were Russian troops, yeah, then yeah. yes, it would be very weird that they're doing that. If that thing.
0: was Russian loyalists, as saying you that. pointed out, they're
1: just mercenaries <laughs> in it for the bread. They don't give a fuck about the actual country of Russia. So I don't really see anything strange about them calling it like they see it
0: yeah and, and you know that that's one aspect of the uh of, of the private military complex that i never particularly took seriously um because it's not a because usually you know th- these guys are pretty heavily propagandized into whatever side they end up fighting for and so you know it, it, they get riled up and it's all part of the you know fighting spirit you know they get into the mindset of hating their enemy type of thing because these are people you have to go shoot at so you know I kind of in my head was like, oh yeah, so they got to all be kind of good with it, right? So, and it's like, no. No, a real mercenary? Like, we. I used to think it was like cartoonish when they would have the mercenary who like will do anything for money type of thing. Like, ah, you want to know those niggas? It's like, no, dude. That's That's a real thing. Yeah, that's that's a a job. It's not even just a job. You're right. It is a job. It is also a genuine. No, not a job.
1: The job. That is the job. That's what the occupation entails.
0: And and that mentality is a genuine psychology that is entertained by real people. That's not a. That's not like an aberrant thing. That's part of like fictitious environments. Like, nah, man. Mad real people actually do believe very strongly that if you that they're that. selling your combat services for money is legitimate, Yeah, no I mean, matter who you're fighting.
1: It, it's a job just like them, you know what I mean? I sell my voice, they sell their ability to kill people. They sell yeah. it to the highest bidder, <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you don't have a moral uh, objection for working for someone, which if you, you wouldn't be in that war if you did, presumably, then, you know, that totally tracks.
0: I, I, I feel like Kojima, Kojima's vision of that fucking... Private military—the way that private militaries will engage in war in the future—we're—we're <sighs> we're working towards it because you're right, and and a lot of these these private military groups, their main thing is to exclusively engage with military forces. You know what I mean? Like when you work for an army, you attack whatever targets they tell you to. But the the, the private military groups get have the the latitude to only take targets that exclusively are military in, in nature. Um, and I'm not saying that they all do that. Uh, but it looks like more and more as these PMCs are 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 becoming more popular and, and more prevalent in modern war, what we're going to see is a natural evolution of war away from these populated areas like they are in Ukraine. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to see them happening more in these distant, far-off, isolated places where strategic uh, advantage game can be taken um, with minimal civilian um, interaction and then once they do that oh my goodness the waging of war will be so simple for them because the only thing that keeps people against the war today is the loss of civilian life like nobody you know America goes the long way to ingratiate the death of soldiers so that the Americans don't feel bad about it when it happens, you know, like you know we memorialize them we we honor the you know what i mean like it's it's a big thing, and so the future of war looks very very very, very odd when it when when you take into account the rhetoric that comes out of these mercenary groups and the genuine ideology of of work for hire. You know what I mean? Like combat work for hire. I mean, as much as I would like to see war not be a a valid form of state interaction, if war evolves to involve less civilians, that's some harm reduction right there. And one thing that I don't like to do is poo-poo harm reduction. Because while that's not our goal, that's part of the journey you know what i mean like if you're not reducing harm on the way to what you're doing then you're probably over the course of getting there going to cause more harm than good and so you have to be mindful of that and so geez man the the evolution of war is a fucking crazy thing man it's getting it's getting to a strange place in this world and i don't like it but it's definitely better than blowing up city blocks you know what I mean? I never want to see what happened to London happen again. That shit was fucked up, dude. Dresden, Hiroshima, Nagasaki, fucking uh 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 um uh uh Fallujah. Those are don't, don't we hey, listen, if we're not gonna get war out of the the, the cultural consciousness of our of, of humanity, at least let's take that shit out of the cities. Can we do that? You know what I mean? Like, does that sound like like something that 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 that's going to to find nothing but staunch it? Unless, but you know what it is too. There is a there is a concerted construction lobby that loves when you bomb out a city. That's very powerful. I, I want to. Is it Carlisle Group or or Halliburton? One of them owns a huge stake in in in, in post war reconstruction. And Probably
1: Halliburton. they they hold a
0: stake in everything war yeah you really could say about any aspect of war they have like a, a vertical or or a horizontal monopoly on on many of the the mechanisms of war but um yeah so it's like even that even it's like okay you guys want to be hawks can we divert your engagements out of human civilizations into areas that are strategically important but just not where the like The settlements are can we do that and even that is going to go on deaf ears because there is an active lobby to keep those buildings coming down like man dude like i don't know that that's hugely problematic and while that is not an indictment on every individual in this world that is an indictment of the overall system that the vast majority of people acquiesce to as if somehow out of a system that produces that we are going to get prosperity for the general humanity. We don't have prosperity for the general portion. Of the, we have prosperity from isolated pockets of people in, 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 in what we like to deem first world nations or developed nations. And then we have huge swaths of... So, I mean, we really got to do better. We really got to do better because, unfortunately the culture that's being passed down to the rest of the world from these quote unquote developed nations is not a culture that if they subscribe to, we get to perpetuate into the future in any kind of healthy way. It's going to lead to the downfall of this, of this world. And it's not because of, of hyperbole. It's because the extraction of resources, the escalating conflicts, the the, the deterioration of, of, of the, the, the zeitgeist of people's, uh, 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 Opinions of other people Like if we all have a, a degrading opinion of each other The likelihood of us to Partake in actions or elect Officials who are interested in Harming large portions Of the population is very high We have to deal with this shit we got to but you know before i i keep on uh ranting in this downward spiral i'll go ahead and wrap up on that guys oh, before we head out yeah what's up
1: we should give some rips because we lost some greats this week
0: oh did me? we oh okay we
1: lost tina turner today oh r.i.p, RIP. to tina turner we lost jim brown r.i.p earlier uh, on may 18th and we also lost ray stevenson you know what i mean Damn, From, in threes. you know what i'm saying so um, he, he's coming up in the in the new uh, Ahsoka series and I was so excited oh, for him to be in it wow. and you know he passed away so I definitely wanted to give out those RFPs, especially to Tina Turner who just passed away today and I just heard about it and that's like
0: yeah man Tina Turner um, was iconic it's funny because yeah, you hear negative. young people talk about she sounds just like Whitney Houston and it's like I'm pretty sure she was before Whitney Houston wasn't she? yeah Tina, and pre- she's
1: the OG of ensuring her
0: legs or ensuring body yeah, insuring parts insuring body that are, body are crucial parts. And to the to the work. Not just for that, Tina Turner was an OG of standing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Not allowing these interviewers to talk down to you, to trivialize your contributions of your art. Like, Tina Turner was an OG, RIP for sure. Yeah. And Jim Brown, while I, I can't say that I supported a lot of his decisions in his later part of his life, I went thousands of support, percent support what that man's uh, main claim to fame was, and that was his sports career. Mm -hmm. Because I personally, I'm a lacrosse player. I know weirdo white boy sports, but I grew up, I was all state in New York. I I love playing lacrosse. I love watching lacrosse. And Jim Brown was a pioneer of black lacrosse players and not just that, of great lacrosse players. He's a record holder (laughs) in many things in lacrosse to this day. So, yeah, you know, Jim Brown was one that, that I think was in his field unmatched you know the i and and what it i think that jim brown was really an exemplar of is to show like at, when you're athletic there's there's no bounds the man yeah. played multiple sports yeah. man that man that man crossed sports boundaries like there was no tomorrow you know and so yeah definitely we lost some big ones and the triplicates you know yeah man but yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's that, that was a good shout out to wrap us up. You know, that's that's a much better note to to wrap up on than what I was closing out on. Appreciate. <laughs> Rest that.
1: in peace, man. Like, yeah. Especially Jim and Tina Turner. Y'all had a great run, man. They, they did, fantastic man. Fantastic run. And that's what I feel. I think so it's a little early about, for Ray, but
0: yeah, I feel bad for Ray because of how young he was, dude. Yeah, he didn't. He 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 still had some some juice in him. I felt like, but obviously, it's not man. you know. He's a
1: call. He, he's he's a Sith. Man, I'm so excited for that. I, the, I hope. Ahsoka's dope just because of that, you know, just so he could give him a dope send off.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they'll send him off good. But yeah, that's what's up. So yeah. Go ahead and wrap up on that. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe. You can find us on Patreon.com or on Anchor.fm. You could also find us on the social medias, on Twitter at Karee underscore T and at Home Heron. And you could also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Homies. And you can find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. And always remember, guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one, guys. Peace out. Take it easy.